welcome to the Whispers of the Soul podcast, hosted by Sally Ann Marler and Sibby Spencer. Every week we dive into spiritually rich topics to create conscious conversations to help you, the listener, deepen into your own soul wisdom and practice. The space we create through our discussions invites you into your own inner world whilst we explore ours and our guest speakers. We come together to share stories, creativity, wisdom, insights and laughter. If you feel it's time to become more curious about your own uniquely creative, expressive self that makes you, well, you, then you are in good company. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 20 of Whispers of the Soul. Um, And we are talking about uncovering the power of integrity. I'm Sally. And I'm Sibby. And we are very, very pleased to welcome our special guest today, Annette Berkman. So who is Annette, you are wondering? Well, I have the answer right here. Annette is a people and culture advisor, headhunter and executive coach, and has a background as a lawyer. Uh, After seven years in legal positions, Annette sold her belongings and took unpaid work at a motorcycle workshop in Buenos Aires. She bought her first motorcycle and embarked on a 53,000 kilometer solo motorcycle trip from Buenos Aires to New York. Wow. (laughs) Um, She's the author of The Journey to Me and co-author of The Handbook on Danish Copyright Law, which is not yet an international bestseller, but we're waiting for it to happen (laughs) any time now. (laughs) Her next book is on the way and it is all about integrity, which is our topic today. Welcome, Annette. Thank you so much. A pleasure to be here. It's lovely to have you. It's lovely to see you again. I yes. actually met um for the listeners to know that I met Annette on that when you were partway through your journey, didn't I? Your yeah. mammoth journey across South America. So yeah, and it's lovely to see you again on here. <laughs> Likewise. Yeah, no, that sounds amazing. And I was reading reading that bit of information, I was thinking, wow. That says a lot yeah. about somebody that can do that sort of thing. It's such a sounds like such a challenging thing, but no doubt rewarding. Um, so Annette, for people listening, um, you know, in terms of your journey, and I'm I'm sure you've, you know, experienced a lot of things, done a lot of things, but how how is it that you're in the place that you're in now and you're, you know, teaching about um integrity, helping people to understand things through the lens of integrity how did you kind of end up um well yeah well because I was so bad at it myself (laughs) (laughs) like terrible yeah I I was a total people pleaser and it it just doesn't work it it doesn't give you good relationships and it it creates a lot of drama in your life Mm. and and I realized after the big trip and everything that if I were to sum up the the real cause of m- most of my problems in my life, that would be the lack of integrity. Mm-hmm. So that's, I thought, okay, let's dive into this 
because I don't even know what it is. I, 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 I associate something very positive with it, and most people do, but I also think most people can't really explain what it is, or what are the benefits, how do we achieve it? So I sat about to explore that and, and put it into a book and then share my thoughts with others. Mm. And I'm, I'm still learning. I mean, I don't think integrity is something, oh, you reach you know, the, 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 your destination and now I'm the integrity expert and I always act with integrity. It doesn't happen. I think it's like a life skill. And, mm -hmm. and every time we get triggered in life, which is, you know, every week for my, sometimes every day for, for me, um, then there's the opportunity. Will I act with integrity or, or will I go on autopilot and just, you know, do something stupid that I'll regret the next moment? Mm. Mm. That's really, yeah, that's, I like, I like the way you're describing it because it's kind of a fluid thing, isn't it? And do you feel like it's almost like a muscle? So the more you use it, exactly, the, the it, is, it is. It is. Mm. And 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 I think to actually achieve it is to really have it as a, an intention and a daily focus of this is what I want to do. Mm. This is more important in my life than actually getting to where I think I need to go. Because mm. this is also something I learned on on the journey that all the goals that we set for ourselves, we think they'll make us happy. And anyone who's achieved just any in, in a small thing will know that that's not it. Yeah. I mean, it will give you some satisfaction, but then suddenly there's another goal, there's other problems, and, and then you're back on the treadmill. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing with goals, isn't it? They feel like they are temporary. They're, they're a temporary thing that you have in your life that you work towards. Whereas, with integrity that feels like more of a permanent way of being mm, um, a bit exactly. like with, a bit like with diets you know people say oh try this diet try that diet yeah. and people will say diets don't work you just have to change your mindset around how you eat that's exactly. what works because that's permanent and I, I like the just <laughs> yes, yes, just yes. To, just just change your mindsets just have integrity Fine, one two yes. three <laughs> and you're doing it only <laughs> It's only. So what, Annette, in your opinion and through your research, what do you feel or have found are some of the biggest challenges in, in doing this? Well, I, I always like to keep things very simple. So I try to boil it down really to the root cause. And mm -hmm. what I've found to be the root cause is the inner discomfort that we experience when we are emotionally triggered. Yeah. Because usually when we are triggered, our effort is not really to deal with the external situation. It's more about getting away from the discomfort within. I don't mm -hmm. want to feel this. This is too overwhelming or feels dangerous to, to, to get in contact with. So I do anything. I say anything. And I love the, you know, if you, the, I think it's a, it's a British expression. Speak when you're angry and you will make the best speech you will ever regret. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. If you get angry uh, and you say yeah. something, uh, but that's not to deal with the external situation. That's just to a, a release from what you're experiencing within. Mm. So that's that's how I look at it. And 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 when I say inner discomfort, that's any difficult emotion that we feel yeah. difficult to give room to. Mm. Something I've noticed with myself is that I I I've got a strong sense of 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 my own integrity, but when I'm in survival mode you know and everything feels like it's just too much that is when yeah. I'll 
the the reaction occurs you know and then you look back and you go god that that wasn't me and that's that's the sense of like like I know you describe it as wholeness as well don't you that Mm. when you think well that wasn't me I wasn't being Mm. me (laughs) you know in that moment I was reacting to the pressure of the moment or whatever um but I think like you're saying it's as as you develop it as a skill you become better at kind of getting back to that Mm. place that's you would would, Mm. would you agree yes and even even maybe there's there's a pause between any uh, anything happening and then your response to it so it's about and and we often when we are triggered or under pressure we don't notice it Mm -hmm. but it's about finding that pause and 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 opening it and, and just saying okay stop before I do or say something yeah um and then obviously once if, if you do end up saying something you regret, it is about coming back and then addressing that. Not yeah. just saying, okay, now I, I realize that was that was wrong and leave that. No, you, you really have to live it. Yeah. And maybe that means talking to the person that you yeah. you 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 hurt or somehow, you know, dealing with the consequences of, of what you just did. And also there's factors, aren't there, that can make it harder to have that sense of wholeness I think for example if you're not if you're in a very stress stressful environment or do do you know what I mean that perhaps Mm. you can look at the other factors that might be increasing that um that stress that that you're that you're experiencing and then you're not being yourself because of does that make sense you can kind of look at the the root causes as well in the situation so so what do you mean that the so for example like I'm thinking about um sometimes when you're parenting and you're you're maybe you're not looking after yourself enough because you're not getting enough sleep or mm. you know what I mean there's there's other factors that are leading you to be stressed and not and not doing and behaving how, how you might want to mm. so um but what I'm thinking is if you if you sort of look at the situation that you're in also as a whole and think well what can I do what can I bring into my life to make me feel better mm. you know less mm. stressed or or mm. more cared for so that I can find that place of integrity and and act does that make sense yes I, I see it in slightly different so it's not so much about making ourselves feel better because that's what we're trying to do the whole you know through the day it's always you know not feeling good enough in some there's something wrong you yeah. know I need I need a cigarette or whatever you, you know people are doing um so it's more about the capability of really feeling what is there because yeah. once we feel that the sense of like the word integrity comes from the latin word for whole mm. and I think it's a very it's so wise because all these difficult emotions, when we don't want to feel them, we push them away. And that's when we lose our wholeness because they're part of us just yeah. as much as all the, the wonderful feelings of love and, and, and belonging and joy. So when we are able to feel them fully, those difficult emotions, we become whole. And then we don't need to rearrange our external situation to feel better. Mm. Yeah, I understand. So it's more clear mm-hmm. to see how you can take care of yourself in a stressful situation when there's a ba- you are balanced inside. If you're yeah. at war with yourself, you don't know what what you need to change uh, on the external. Yeah, I I know what you mean, and I think that that 
that kind of the being at war with yourself I suppose is also how you look at it isn't it whether you have shame over it and over Mm. behavior that's a really difficult emotion I mean that's one of the difficult ones for me at least that's oh I hate it and me yeah and me completely yeah yeah Uh, and and I agree shame and its friend guilt yeah Yeah. they tend to come in together but I would I would take guilt any time over shame (laughs) yeah you're right I think shame is the biggest demon do, do you know um, yeah. Renee Brown she, she defines shame as I am wrong and guilt I did something wrong and I think right. yeah yeah uh, the one I am wrong you can't run from that that's no. why it's so horrible mm. like you <laughs> yeah. say until you experience it and I, and I agree because I, I, I perhaps wasn't expressing myself very well <laughs> but um I know I, I agree because I think you've got to accept that part of yourself haven't you and mm. and and rather than trying to run away from it you've got to kind of accept that it's part of you that shadow side like yeah we had um your friend Mary Reese one yeah who was we talked talked about the shadow side yeah and sort of embracing the shadow side yeah and this is just basically another take on that without knowing anything about it yeah I I think as it's I mean partly I think it's maybe societal influences in that there's not that much education wise and helping children the you know or teenagers even adults and how to uh, effectively or in a healthy way deal with emotions even if those emotions are hard um is part of the problem and then you've got this build up of this identity that you've either been labeled with or you've mm. labeled yourself mm. with mm. So you're you're in that defensive state. You're reacting in that um, defensive state. And I know for me, you know, I as a kid growing up, I was always, oh, it's always Sally doing this, and yeah, I was the black sheep, and <laughs> I was the trouble maker. And and after you hear it so many times, you take that on, and you think, oh well, mm. that's, that's me mm. then. And, you know, before you know it, you get into this pattern of mm. of defensive behavior where. You absolutely cannot accept yourself as a whole or anything that feels that that makes you feel like, oh, I can't deal with this feeling of shame or guilt or, Mm. you know, fear or uh, hopelessness or whatever it is that's that's there, because it's almost then that means that that person that said those things about you is right. For example, in my situation, that's kind of where I was at with it. And it wasn't until I went to uni and did a. we did a uh, did a creative expressive therapy degree, mm. um, and there was four different mediums you could do: art, music, drama, or dance and movement. And it was through that process where we were operating really on the healthy aspect of the individual, but at the same time allowing that creative outlet to come through, where all of this stuff that I just piled mm. in came out, but not in mm. a judgy way. In a mm. oh. I'm noticing actually I'm I'm being kind to myself and having compassion of yeah well I did that or said that because I was in this pain at that yeah exactly time Mm -hmm. you know but I was never Mm -hmm. taught that I didn't learn that until I went back as a mature student to you know I I don't think anybody is taught most people are not taught and the thing is it's not just about the labels the negative labels that other people give us or we give ourselves that can limit us in that way it's also I mean I experienced when I was traveling by motorcycle in America in South America that now I was this cool independent motorcycle rider and suddenly the 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 
I felt I couldn't really express vulnerability because I had to be this adventurer. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like, so I was hiding behind another shield, like the, the my law degrees were one, you know, look what I've done, you know. And now I had this. And then when I came back, it was like, well, that has to go as well if I am to become whole. I can't hide behind this. So, so it's not just the negative. It can be the positive story as well where we cut ourselves off from some really important emotions that we need to feel to feel whole. Mm, It's it's a bit like embracing those different archetypes, isn't it? If you're kind of the hero or the strong one or, you know, the magician or whatever, you know, you see it in families all the time where particularly with men, where they feel they've got to consistently be the strong one or provide. And then that pressure and stress, like you say, when you're playing a role, when you're playing a role, you're not being whole. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh I like it, Sally. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see that on a, a bumper sticker. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's it? true. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. you feel like that, Annette? Because I know when we met, obviously, you were obviously doing this journey, and I remember you telling me about your your life as a lawyer and how you you know how you felt that it it wasn't it it just wasn't for you anymore um and obviously that at that point that was must have been your sense of integrity that was that was coming in would you say that kind of made you feel that you weren't being yourself or you weren't perhaps on the path that you were meant to be on or yeah it was just I was hiding from myself Mm. and that's what I realized when I I left everything behind in Denmark. And when I arrived in Buenos Aires, I, the first two months I felt free and it was like exhilarating and it's like, wow, I did it. And then suddenly after two months, this sense of familiarity, like a, a discomfort and, you know, the same type of not being too, super happy as I had at home, had, I had the same in Buenos Aires. And it's like, I changed everything here. It cannot be, I mean, you know, con- country, c- continent, language, culture. Uh, I'm single now, not married. Um, I'm not working as a lawyer. Uh, we sold the house, so I had enough money to travel for a while, blah, blah. And, and I was still kind of miserable. So I realized this, it's something within me I have to change. It can't be, I mean, yeah, maybe in 100 years we can go to Mars, but luckily at that point it wasn't an option <laughs> because otherwise I would have gone, oh, I haven't tried that yeah yeah you can't run away from yourself can you yeah that's one of the things I think I probably picked up from you there are a few things that I picked up from meeting you which really were really have really stayed with me but um I remember being in a similar not as wasn't going to be quite as drastic and adventurous as you but um I wanted to move or desperate But I wanted to move away from where I was living because oh. I just I, I I had, you know, one of my best friends was in this other town. And um, I I felt like that, that my if I could just get if I went there, you know, I, I'd be this sort of person. And um, and I remember just something just dropping in um, just like almost like a message from the universe kind of just going. And it just said, be still be still and it was the opposite of I mean I'd been looking mm. for jobs up there mm. I'd been I'd 
kind of gone there in my mind and it just went be still and I thought okay I think I've got to be still and it's right it, 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 because I just I needed to look at myself you know and 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 you're right it's completely you, you can't run away from yourself <laughs> and I know you mentioned you you sent us a, a really good article that you'd written and you talk about looking looking inwards mm. um not outward outwardly um but I think that's really important isn't it that like you, what you're saying about your trip you can't you can change everything externally but mm. if you haven't you know actually looked at yourself you're still yeah. there <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. yeah wherever you go there you are there you are yeah <laughs> Hello. and the same the same issues kind of pop up don't they until until you actually yeah and the volume gets louder so so I mean the until you really hear so yes. you know I had to have a couple of accidents and stuff and uh before oh I got the message and yeah. I don't need that to go that far anymore <clears throat> but it's more going inward so we can go so we can clearly see the external situation as it is and then deal with that so it's not just about okay I see it and I'm like no no yeah uh-huh. it, <laughs> you know what's going on no it's it's about when we are balanced inside it's like when we learn to drive a car and all our focus is on driving because it's new. So if somebody's talking, it's like we you know we had we can't listen. So because there's not enough balance inside because of all the newness. Yeah. But once we have the skill, then we can talk and we can listen to the radio and you know drink coffee in the car without any problem. Um, and it's the same with integrity. That to act with integrity, there needs to be some kind of balance within. A structure that gives us the foundation to stand firm when resistance or adversity hits. Yeah, yeah. So we're not dependent on the external world being a certain world way before we can feel okay. Yeah, yes. it's, it's enormously powerful that I can act and I can accept the full consequences of my action. And that, like, when I decided to go to South America, I I knew. You know, I just got my motorcycle driver's license, so I knew I could have an accident or crash, and that could cost me my life. This is really, really dangerous riding a motorcycle. You know, there's no way around it. Uh, but I knew, I knew it was so right for me at that point in my life. Though I became an organ donor, and I even wrote a farewell note to my family wow. uh, in case I didn't come back. Well, I didn't tell my parents about it. No. <laughs> No. I gave it to one of my older brothers and said, okay, keep this, but don't show it to anybody and don't open it unless I, I don't come back. Um, but, but, but it was with uh, peace. You know, the, yes. I need to do this and the consequence can be this. But it's enormously freeing mm. when you're ready to take the full consequences of your actions because yes. all the fear kind of drops away. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. you around that decision. Yeah, you can't yeah. Um, you can't control external exactly. You know, so you're you, getting in touch with reality at that point. Yeah, you, you can yeah. only control your you and your response to that external stimuli, exactly. Whatever that is, and I think you know we've talked about this a few times in different mm. shows. It's this theme has popped up, and you know, a lot of the time without realizing it, we're almost like giving our power away to that external circumstance because we're still 
we're still in that fight of, mm. well, if that just changed in my life, then I'll be this. Or if mm. that just person just did this and I mm. will be, you know, it's that it's, it's kind of, it's stepping back into that, you know, sense of freedom and sovereignty and, you know, claiming that radical responsibility, having yeah. radical responsibility mm. for yourself, mm. isn't it? Which, yeah. you know, I think um, a lot of the time, a, a lot of my, uh, youth was spent in without me realizing it was spent in victim mode i really felt like everything, the club. Was, everything was working yeah, against um, yeah. me you know it's like <laughs> what you know it's like everything's happening and then I, I i was researching that at one point and i was thinking well somebody said to me once about the universe working through you it says oh, mm. oh no it's not it's not happening to you it's working mm. through you mm. and then i think it was um no it wasn't Bennett brown it was um oh Gabrielle somebody who does the universe work oh, and she remember. said the she said it's happening for you mm. so it's kind of that felt like the next thing and and so it's like if so if this these situations even if we're perceiving them as negative are happening for us then there's definitely something wrong with my perception yeah because <laughs> that's not what I'm seeing <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> and try to change that isn't it yeah definitely and that that that, that reminds me of also when when we met and and then um, we were going to um we were going to go to sit to, to stand on the equator like you do when you're in Ecuador <laughs> yeah. and um um Eve I don't know if you remember Eve was was there but a friend that I'd made and um I remember we sort of set off the three of us and then some a few things happened that were not that were a bit um inconvenient and I remember you I loved it because it was so simple but you just said no I'm 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 not in the right it's something like I'm not in the right energy for this I'm I'm and and what I, I said what, that <laughs> something like um you, it was you you were taking responsibility for how you were feeling was sort of influencing how you were reacting to what was happening mm. so there were a few little minor you know annoyances mm. and I remember you went back to the hostel and no I'm I'm just I'm not um I'm going to go back to the hostel and it was like you you it made me it made me look at what we bring that that power that we bring to something and if we can recognize that we're reacting in a certain mm. way do you know what I mean and that's yeah, 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 kind no. of what you taught me but then I took I remember going using that in situations I mean you were the right person to meet at the beginning of my trip because mm. I yeah. don't know if you remember but I was very very fearful and yeah yeah no no that, that, that I remember yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's not but that's normal I was fearful in the beginning yeah. of my trip so, yeah yeah you know I've yeah. just been on the road for months at that yeah. time so now it's like but mm. it was great to get that input from you because it also made me um find that place in me so that whatever was happening around me I was able to find that place in me mm. that would that would be um steady I suppose that would or that would be that would take things in my stride you know what I mean mm. um mm. and and it set I centered myself let's say and and you really helped me with that and I think that was very powerful and like that's what you were saying about you know sort of reacting looking externally but you know the external factors might change but yeah 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 if you look inwards you yeah, know. and then it's 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 small. Everything is small steps. So it's like yeah, yeah. at the beginning of my journey, the first months, every time I came to a new place with my motorcycle, I felt enormously vulnerable. I had everything with me. I was new. You know, I'm I'm blonde. I'm tall. I stick out every, everywhere in South America. 
so I f- and all you know, sense of attention. Gringa. Yeah. A gringa. Yeah. A gringa, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I felt very vulnerable because I couldn't hide. So uh, and that feeling stayed with me for a month. And then it went away. And I actually forgot about it. Yeah. But it was just being familiar with that and then saying, oh, okay, yeah, but I am a stranger here. I do stick out and that's okay. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. It's like sitting with that discomfort, which I think exactly. is something that you spoke about in that article. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's and then like- suddenly it's not there. And then I, I, it's only, uh, you know, maybe when I'm at you, it's like, oh, yeah, I used to have that, but I just forgot. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. There was that... Um, I can't remember his name, but he talks about the we have to start being more comfortable with the uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, or, uh, having that, he says, you know, we we use distractions so readily and so easily now to guise the fact that we're uncomfortable, however that might be for some people. And mm-hmm. um, and he was given this analogy. I think was it the hermit crab or something, where he says, you know, the yeah. the 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 one that changes its shell, it can like it. it mm goes to different, different shells. shells and it's you know it's as if the hermit crab is um not aware that it's feeling uncomfortable that this shell that it's in is too small what's going to happen mm. i think good so it has to feel that it's uncomfortable and then be like okay i need to throw this shell <laughs> go find a bigger one and it's mm. and it's this that growth isn't it of as we yeah. grow we kind of face our own what's what's making us uncomfortable but mm trying to hold the awareness or the space in order to do that so we don't go to quick fix solutions mm. exactly and there's enormous um insight from from giving room to these uncomfortable uh mm-hmm. feelings because once they're integrated and we feel whole we can really see what is necessary now in yeah. the current situation it, it gives clarity mm-hmm. in, 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 in a way that uh, mental processing and analyzing can't yes because it's not embodied and that's why i also think of uh integrity with wholeness as the root um word from latin it's it's about also the embodiment it's not just about values because a lot of people they they link integrity with values but values is a mental they're mental constructs mm. but you need the embodiment for the to become whole yeah that's a good point isn't it to remember it's the you've got to live it not just think it exactly and even you know nothing wrong with values they're great they they can be a very good uh, way to navigate in life but to go the whole way i think you need to 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 integrate uh the the difficult emotions yeah from then it's also about values can also limit you i you know when i i had a serious motorcycle accident in mexico city and you know i haven't formulated the value that you shouldn't shout at people but i really don't think you should <laughs> and 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 they wanted to kick me out and i went ballistic but that was i mean if if i had been you know okay these are my values i shouldn't do this um i would maybe i wouldn't have done it but but in that moment, that was the absolute right thing to do because mm. I couldn't take care of myself. They wanted I couldn't walk, you know. I didn't I couldn't stay with anybody. So if I got into the wrong taxi late at night in Mexico City, that could be it for me. Yeah. So I just thought this is ridiculous, and I, I went ballistic, <laughs> and they decided to to uh, let me stay. <laughs> um, 
So you can you can respond to challenges so freely, and yeah. in ways that you you, you may, maybe you think, oh, I I can't or should not do that. But maybe in this particular moment, this is the right thing to do. It can be. Mm. That that's that's yeah, that's really that's really great to bring that kind of situation up because I think we often feel it's that should should thing isn't mm. it we should we should behave in a certain yeah. way or we shouldn't I don't know if I, I'm probably so, uh, women have been through history socialized to to yeah. not it's shout yeah <laughs> be good and and quiet and you know mm. and I think I think that's we're probably also battling with that as well that wouldn't you say as a female as females hugely yeah hugely. and, yeah. and I, I still have that yeah, it's so. I mean, it's centuries of, of conditioning of it is. Mm. that that you smile, look pretty, and you know. And if a man, you know, is angry, then he's just assertive. Uh, a woman, she's like out of control. The way that we culturally look at it. Yes, mm. I know. It's a and huge challenge. It could also work the opposite way from shouting, as in silence, being quiet, and not saying, you know, not saying something or. In terms of integrity, I mean, you know, if you consistently show up in the same situation or in that same relationship where you're not saying anything. So, oh, yes. yes. This idea mm, of not speaking mm. your truth almost. Or, exactly. Or in, mm. in the situation you were in, you had to stick up for yourself because. Yeah, oh, yeah I was alone. Or so else like, was. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> hang on, I've got my own back here, you know. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's that, isn't it? It's that, uh, you know, that inability sometimes to say because you think, oh, I don't want to rude or I don't want to upset that person yeah um, and, and the thing is that's the story we tell ourselves but the thing yeah. is I don't the, the real thing that's going on is I don't want to feel the discomfort within me when I bring this up yeah also and yeah. it's also I've attached a lot of you know oh maybe I need this relationship uh to to work out so if I bring this up I might endanger that yeah. so when I place my happiness and my sense of strength and joy in something beyond myself I can't act freely. I, I can't yeah. have the difficult situation uh, conversations. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's actually this conversation is helping me almost reframe a little bit of what happened for me growing up because you know, I've, as I said, I was labelled the rebellious one and the black sheep, but actually, I was the only one in the family that dared to say anything to my, yeah. to my mum. You know, my dad was a bit of a yes man and. My sister didn't say anything, so you know, maybe. <laughs> no, but really, yes, that's a good yes. way of silencing somebody. Yeah, because to, to shame it, it you, to yeah. shame you. Mm. Yeah, and it's funny because my then I I flipped. I went from one extreme to the other, where I was like quiet as a mouse and didn't, because I I'd almost been conditioned to believe you're not supposed to. I mean, it didn't last very long. <laughs> no, I can't really imagine you being quiet as a mouse. <laughs> last long <laughs> thank goodness, uh, yeah. thank goodness. <laughs> I think in situations where I felt threatened or where I felt there was a potential confrontation I defaulted in within mm. I, I kept saying to myself oh it's because I'm a cancerian and you know crabs hermit you know they just <laughs> they get you know I'll come up with all these different narratives as to why I was doing it mm. but it was it, it triggered the trauma I think of putting yeah. myself on the line before which was again making me feel uncomfortable, and that was something I was running away from, as opposed yeah. to trying to deal with. 
And 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 and, and it, it, when when we're children, that's a it's it's good that we don't take that confrontation because we we are dependent, like totally yeah. dependent on our you know parents yeah. or primary caregivers. So so uh, there's a reason for that. But when we are adults, it's time to to actually deal with the things. And 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 I see this in in, in the workplace and obviously also in 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 private relationship. But it's everywhere. This uh unwillingness to to have the difficult conversations mm. um and i still find it challenging i still have to poof, okay let's do this uh yeah have a word with yourself yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i've got this <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I i know that's something i've struggled with really really struggled with actually is any kind of yeah any any potential conflict and i think that's that's i'm really i'm really finding um finding my integrity in that sense because I'm I'm realizing that I can I can I can do those situations I can I can um you know if I've got um that sense of who I am and I stick with that and I you know um I I can deal with those conversations and I can sit in the uncomfortable feeling of oh I've just said something that they might not want to hear you know that, exactly. that feeling of just like Ooh, and then and actually once you've done it the mm. power that the power that you feel actually is just amazing not in a you know in an empowering way that you exactly yeah yeah and it's also I think I'm also afraid of um in those situations that what will I be met with it's it's yes. not so will they just negate everything I've just yeah. said or whatever and can I deal with the resistance yeah. from the other person so yeah and I really think the the this was something I gave a talk uh, I was sponsored by BMW in the states um to give talks at their motorcycle dealerships and I was at a a talk in Connecticut I think um and and there was a guy this is the states uh, there was a guy who said so what kind of gun did you carry oh <laughs> like I wasn't gosh. carrying a gun you're crazy I would get arrested you know oh and 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 what came out of my, but my response was and I've never thought that thought before I said it and it was very clever I thought was the best response is or the best protection is to be disarming and I think in difficult situations that's the same thing to be disarming definitely really to take in what the other person is saying without taking it personally they are entitled to their point of view yes yeah and 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 can I lean into this the discomfort of trying really to understand where they're coming from mm, yeah instead of just proving myself right which is something I love to do <laughs> oh, <laughs> my partner about that <laughs> oh you're not alone there no. <laughs> how, how different would the world be though if we all did that how different oh yeah no would the world be. world be if we were able to yeah. sit in that space not take it personally and almost well yeah that's that's where you're I, I I think that we're all I think we're all getting there I think I know for me anyway I feel mm-hmm. like I can show up and do that with more mm-hmm. consistency than what mm-hmm. I could five ten years ago I think we're heading that way aren't we and mm-hmm. you know I, I think empathy sometimes people think well if you're empathic then you but it can also be a skill it can also be a superpower in the sense of if you're empathic you're able to put yourself in that other person's shoes if the second part is mastering not taking it on and trying to fix anything mm. yeah <laughs> exactly but it kind of it allows you to have that insight then doesn't it into what other people are feeling thinking yeah and just the, the curiosity time, 
Mm, yes, yeah. it's being curious rather than getting sucked into, yeah, to the situation, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, and explaining and why I'm right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're wrong. Oh, I, uh, yeah. It, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Clint would have words to say about, about that. He has to have, do, you don't have to have the last word. That's quite often. <laughs> don't have to have the last word you'd be like yeah i know no <laughs> seriously no you don't have to have yeah yeah i know <laughs> stop it just keep going just like, mm. <laughs> I think the, other, the other thing i found as well is going back to this idea of being triggered if i've and this is what you were saying um and that at the start about you know when you kind of you in, integrate things and it's not within your psyche anymore. If, I think what I find with being triggered is it's it's something that's unhealed within you. That's why you're getting triggered. So if of course, some, of course, somebody says something to you that, and you like, you'll defeat it. Like no, <laughs> but there might be like ten percent of you that believes that that could be true. Mm. Then you have that. Exactly. It's just like if I if then I told you your blue hair is so ugly, you would just go, okay, she's apparently colorblind or crazy. But if if you believe your hair was ugly, uh, then you would take offense. Mm, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it has there has to be something within you that believes that. Otherwise, you won't take offense. Yes, yeah, I completely yeah. agree with that. Yeah. So, yeah. in terms of of, of steps, because I know you were talking about it's steps. You can't just boom do it. Have you got any advice for people listening in in terms of integrity and making those steps? Yes, I have um, like four steps that uh, helps me hugely when I'm triggered emotionally. Um, And um, so the first one is to stop and pause, really to to get in contact with that pause place between what's happening and our reaction to it. Mm -hmm. And then and it's all about becoming conscious in that moment and not going on the unconscious autopilot. Yeah. Uh, And then the next thing is to then go inward, not to the mind, to the story we are telling ourselves, but it's actually to feel the discomfort within. Mm-hmm. And, just sit, and this is so challenging to actually sit with the physical expression of a difficult emotion. Is it a pressure on the chest or a knot in the stomach? Yeah. And just sit with it without saying, but he or she did or said. Yeah. And that's why I feel like this. But just like, is it a burning sensation um or is it cold or whatever prickly all the the physical aspects of the emotion and then I find it helpful also to then the third step is to to turn around the negative thoughts so turn it around so I can't deal with this I can deal with this um see the possibilities of the the situation instead of just uh all the bad things that can come out of it Mm-hmm. Yeah, And then the final one, which is really important, is to choose our intention about how we want to respond. That it's not just about me, that we move from I, what I need, to what we need. Not that my needs are less important than others, but we all, our, our freedom is always uh, limited by, it's, uh, by others in, this, in the sense that we are all interdependent beings. Mm-hmm. So our freedom is relational. So whatever I do has consequences for other people. Mm-hmm. And I need to be aware of that when I, when I take action. So look at the conse- can, can, consequences of my actions in a particular situation and see, 
what could happen also for the people who are affected by my actions? And then there's a lot of things we won't do when we become aware of that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yes, you can also say, I, I usually say that integrity, it's the alignment of thoughts, words, actions, and intention. Yeah. And mm. the intention is very important because if you just have the alignment of thought, words, and actions, then you can say, I think angry thoughts, I say angry thoughts, and I act on it. That's integrity. We, when we see that in action, we clearly have a sense that this is not integrity. Mm. Um, so that's why we really need the last one, which is the intention. Yeah. And that we choose that consciously and think about the, the bigger picture. I think that sometimes that last step leads to a lot of um, problems, doesn't it? And a lot, you know, a lot of people perhaps struggle with that last step. <laughs> yeah, because it's all me, me, me. Yeah, yeah. But when we it, when we are triggered, it's all me, me, me. Yeah, when yeah. We're under pressure, it's like I'm I'm defending myself. Yeah, and that's where we need to open up, and it's super challenging. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, but again, practice, practice, practice. I'm, I still find it challenging, but I, I commit myself to at least trying. Yeah, and I often fail, but then it's just okay. Back, I have the tool, the four steps. I go through it, and and it does get easier. But I don't think it will. I will get to a point where I don't get triggered about anything. No, I mean because life happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're only yeah. human. The, trigger, the triggers but, are the lessons, aren't they? Really, the the lessons that we need to. Yeah, and it's also our the our view of the world is so limited. I mean, so yeah. many things are happening. So many factors influence what is happening. So if we really think that, just just think if all your wishes from like when you were a teenager had come true, there was quite a lot of wishes in my case that were bonkers. Yeah, I'm very happy today that it did not come true. <laughs> so a lot of the things that we think we want is actually not what's best for us. Mm. And that's yeah. the that's the difference. What we think we want is yeah. not always what's best for us. And you know, when when I was doing my healing, when I was learn, learning how to do healing, and all the, we we were often taught about the higher good, working in line with the higher good, mm. and it's that higher place of consciousness or that higher intelligence that looks at the whole instead mm. of just this like you say this narrowed <clears throat> narrowed yeah. view that we have with our yeah our own perceptions it's sort of stepping beyond that isn't it and inviting mm. but yes but not just about me but how will that affect that person and that person and that you know and it's mm. being more inclusive I guess in that way exactly that's exactly the word to mm. include others mm. uh, before we act yeah, yeah. perfect well I I really enjoyed those four steps. I'm yeah. sure people listening have probably got their pens and notepads out. Yeah. <laughs> I can just repeat it's, the first one is a pause, a stop and pause, mm -hmm. then feel the discomfort, turn it around, and yeah. then choose your intention. Yeah. And then it's necessary to do these four steps over and over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's not you do it once. Oh, that emotion uh, is just gone. And, yeah. You know, I've done it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah yeah no that's really thank helpful thank you Annette. that is so helpful if um if people want to connect to you Annette or find out more about you where can so, they do that where... it's annettebergman.com okay yep we'll find you on mm. there yeah perfect and when is do you know when your book will be out have you got a date for uh not yet not yet I haven't found a publisher so 
So, so if there's any, and, I, and I'm rewriting <laughs> uh, bits of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, I I will definitely be. But I'll definitely make. A, I'm writing in a Danish, but I will definitely make an English version. Yeah, that would be at amazing. the same time. So yeah, so it would come out in English as well. Amazing, awesome, cool. Well, I've enjoyed it. It's been yeah, it's been fascinating. It's it's another way of looking at things, isn't it? To help us understand ourselves, yeah. life, the universe, how we are in the world, <laughs> how we show up. <laughs> yeah, how we show up. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much. Yes. Jeanette. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thanks. Thanks for listening. So if you would like to connect to us elsewhere in the multiverse, well, you can. You can find me, Sally, at thecreativeview.co.uk or on Instagram as the.creative.u. For Sibby, her website is healingrights.com and she's also on Instagram as Sibby Rights. Lots of love. See you soon. <laughs>